Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. Uh, my name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hello, everybody. Hello. It is uh, Monday, 4 o'clock, and uh, it's good to have you listening in. Thanks for making this uh, a part yeah. of your week. We're so thankful for it. Yeah, I found out this yes. week that... You know my mom's friend in Maryland who listens to our podcast? Yeah, of course. International almost. Yeah. She got her sister who lives in like Texas or somewhere to also listen yeah, to Yeah, we podcast. got the trifecta. <laughs> we got it all surrounded now. We should need somebody in Nebraska and then we'll just have every part of the country covered. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, Megan? It was pretty good. Yeah. I'm trying to think nothing happened. I don't know. Like, I mean, lots of things happened, but then nothing notable happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, my life is boring. I work and like grade papers and watch TV. And try and avoid a, a pandemic. Yeah. Try and avoid getting sick. I went to Winco yesterday to do my normal oh, grocery shopping. Oh, what a zoo. What a zoo. It was awful. And I had so much hope that we would react better. And we, pulled, no. we pulled into the parking no. lot to grab one item. And I looked at the line. I'm like, nope, we'll nope. just go without. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, you know. Yeah. We'll use socks. We'll use anything else. Yeah. I don't, we don't <laughs> well, need... Well, you won't find that item anyway. We don't so. need toilet paper, so... <laughs> I just had, like... I I don't know. Like, didn't you learn? Yeah. Like, grocery stores didn't close. You know, it's really funny. So, okay, obviously, we're talking about this announcement by oh, our yeah, governor uh-huh. yesterday. We should probably preface it just because who knows when you're going to listen to this. Yeah. It might be four days from now and the world's changed. Um <laughs> But basically, uh, yesterday, Saturday night, we found out there was an announcement coming, which is always awesome to like yeah. get up there and talk on Sunday morning. I literally didn't know if I was going to see people for like a month. Yep. It was, I, I don't know if I sounded somber at the end, but I was like, hey guys, big, big decisions today. <laughs> Good luck out there. Maybe we'll see ya. That's why everyone panic bought at the yeah, grocery store. So, <laughs> so after service, we're in the lobby. And, uh, there's, there's definitely a few people that know how to like stockpile and do this kind of thing and, mm-hmm. and are like experienced in this way. And uh, I won't mention their names, but somebody came up to me the other, like yesterday in the lobby afterwards and like, so, uh, how's your supply of uh, Lysol wipes? OMG. And it was like a drug deal going down. <laughs> she was like, if you listen, listen, look, like uh, you can't see this cause you're listening to this podcast, but. Like the eyeballs on both sides of things going, listen, if you need some hand sanitizer, I got a little, I got a little bit, I, but don't, don't just keep it on the down low yeah, and, really uh, you know, 20% above cost, I'd be willing to deliver it oh or do whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she was being generous with it, but I was like, I think we're okay. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, I could be knocking on like I could be knocking on our door in two weeks from now. I mean, so I whatever. I went through a phase a couple months ago where I was like, oh, I need more like Clorox Lysol wipes, right? But they were hard to find, and so I just they're still them. hard to find. To yeah. be fair, they're like don't make them anymore or something. I don't know what to do. So is. I every time I would f- see them, I would just buy them, and then I kind of forgot that I had like bought them, and then so I have quite a few in my cupboard at the moment. So good for you. <laughs> So go to your, yeah. yeah. Let's let's just be open. It was Megan. It was Megan who was came up to Megan. me negotiating deals. Not yeah. a deal negotiator. No, I do like how. So I had to stand in quite a substantial line that uh, wove around the Winco. So I want you to guess how many impulse buys I. No, oh, yeah, as you're waiting as there, I was waiting. I'm gonna guess Trident gum. Uh, Not what? Just how many? Oh, but you can guess what if you want uh, okay. to. Okay, um, Trident gum. Did you buy gum at the end? No. No. Okay. Um, 
That's just a go-to for me. And that's yeah. not tried necessarily. Yeah. I just uh, That name just came to my head. I have no idea. That is actually um, the kind that I chew usually. Is so. there? Yeah. Dentist, 9 out of 10 dentists recommend. Um, let's see. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of what's towards the front because at, at Winco. So you got like the coolers no, with like the no, soda. No, I started in the line in the deli section. Ooh. That's really far. I mean, I was in the Kennewick Winco, which is oh, a little different okay. than Richland. Oh, okay. That is but different. Like, I, gotta re- I haven't been to the Kennewick Winco in... God, we haven't, when we used to live like around the corner from there, we used to yeah. go there, but that was. So I like, I mean, it's kind of the same. It's a little bit like flopped. It's like, I mean, I think the Richland one's a little bit bigger and it's like kind of switched sides, but yeah, I started in the back of the store okay. and then worked my way mostly through the meat and freezer section. So like it wasn't a ton, yeah. but. They're both built the same. They're both yeah. built like, Hey, it's 1970. Yeah. And this is our color Burnt scheme orange. that we're going with. Is everybody okay with that? Uh, it's going to be the fluorescent lights that look like you're in interrogation chambers. <laughs> like there's going to be a guy coming in trying to cut you a deal if you'll just, you know, narc on your guess. buddy. I did impulse buy. All right. I'm going to say uh, over under, I'm going to say five impulse buys. Okay. I had three. Oh, okay. That's not bad. That's yeah. that's semi-disciplined. Uh, two of them Do you were, care to share what they are? Yeah. So I bought two different kinds of tea because I- Absolutely. This is fantastic tea weather. <laughs> Don't get me started on tea right now. Because I love tea. Earl Grey tea? Was it Earl Grey? No, it's actually not my favorite. I don't prefer- Get Earl out Grey. of this room. I mean, I like I'm it, gonna but- I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute you right now. I prefer like English breakfast. Or, I, oh, okay. I love English yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't mind Earl Grey, but I would prefer like English breakfast. So okay. I bought, there's this like, um, God, peach, I want some tea right now. There's some peach I'm ginger freezing tea right now. that no. my friend gave me. No. Well, this is why I bought it. So it's like a stomach calming tea. And I was like, oh, maybe, whatever. I like peach and ginger. And it actually works. Yeah. It actually does settle your stomach because Let- ginger apparently is a stomach settling. Oh, yeah, thing. for sure. Kylie loves anything uh-huh. ginger. Uh, I'm going to guess that you bought this in anticipation of watching The Crown and drinking <laughs> uh- tea while watching The Crown. Am, <laughs> okay. I, am I far off? I'm not, not far off. Super far off, but I didn't realize The Crown dropped until I got home. So yeah. it wasn't until last night that I realized that's my plan for this coming weekend. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> you look like the most excited I've ever seen you. Uh, but I know I love that show. Yeah. And by, but the other tea I Are got, you okay with like the character being like it's a totally different person, so, okay. right? I mean, I, know I it's was a new like, era, but, uh, yeah. About it, but I, I actually like it since it happened. Like, I understand why they did it. Yeah. And um, it's just weird. The woman, I don't remember her name now, but the woman who plays older Elizabeth is as phenomenal as Claire Foy. And so that's a spicy take a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of a spicy one. Okay. But I'm excited because this season is like Margaret Thatcher, yeah. and Diana. Like the people that we were alive yeah, for. Uh-huh. Right. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, anyway, but I got, so I got a peach ginger tea and a mango tea that my friend was like, yeah, that one's good. And then I got some Milano cookies because I walked by the cookie. Ah, uh, yes. So. <laughs> yes. The, uh, the minty good Milano cookies. I actually cookies. got orange ones. What? Yeah. That is disgraceful. Chocolate. Have, uh, you ever, have you ever had the chocolate oranges at Christmas? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe? I like chocolate orange. I like that combo. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know they made a Milano version of that. They do make a Milano uh, version I only, of that. I thought that was like mint. I thought that was part of the thing. So. No. I mean, they make all sorts of different flavors of Milano. So. Nice. I uh, <laughs> I spent the weekend uh, watching a little bit of, uh, of our chess show that we like. Oh, yeah. Um, and so not only have I downloaded <laughs> chess... 
and I actually talked Andrew into I'm bringing our board, my oh, board yeah. here tomorrow, because we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna play a game where um you know you just make a move when you can and just mm-hmm. walk away from the board and then oh okay we'll yeah do that because it'll just be here at the office that's kind of fun yeah it'll be fun um but then I also uh got really intrigued last night because I watched episode five mm-hmm. um talking about Queen's Gambit by yeah, the way we're talking I didn't about preface Queen's that. Um, and, and probably spoilers if he's about to. Well, no, I'm <laughs> no? not going okay. to spoil it for you. Um, Which they, is, what they, happens in episode five? They play speed chess. Oh, she plays yes. speed uh-huh. chess with an uh, Australian guy. Or no, s- he's not Australian. Yeah, he looks like it. No, Whatever. It looks like it. But he's not. He's okay. from like New York or I'm something. He's American. He is New York. Yeah, he's from New York. <laughs> um, and it was intriguing. I was like, yeah. that's it. That's the modification to the game of chess that is <laughs> desperately needed. You have to go. You have to play. You yeah. cannot sit there forever. This is not a four-hour game. This game is over in 10 minutes, and you may or may not beat me, even if you're better than me and smarter mm-hmm. than me. I have a chance to beat you just because you're like, ah, shouldn't have done that. Yep. Yep, but you had to do it in five seconds or less. Yep. That is a good, that is a good game change. And it got me thinking— <laughs> Is there any other game right now that would be so much better with a slight rule modification? Because (laughs) because baseball has been notorious in the last few years of trying to figure out, man, like our people just don't have the attention spans to watch extra inning yeah. games and it's killing baseball. And so they're trying to shorten it up with like, okay, uh, if a pl- pitcher comes in, he has to pitch to three players. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no, you know, any transitions that need to take place are done this way. The warmer I mean, pitches are slower. Now. Timers, pitch mm-hmm. timers, pitch counts, all that kind of stuff. Um, challenges, but they go faster. There's yep. only one challenge. You know, all this kind of stuff, which is all good stuff. But is there any other game that Honestly, you- Honestly, yeah. for baseball- what's the, What's the change? I'm super pro seven innings. Ooh. Like this, because this season they had so many double headers that they did seven innings on. And I was like, this is, this is perfect. It's yeah. just enough. Baseball. It wasn't bad, was it? You feel like you yeah. play a full game. Like it doesn't feel like anybody got cheated out of any time or yeah. whatever. And I was like seven inning baseball. Ooh, you know how bad that would mess with all of the stats and everything? Oh my gosh, so much. All of the stat heads you lose, who are into baseball. You lose at bats. You lose like, you yeah. You lose like pitchers relief pitching. Yep. Um, your starting pitching probably goes less innings because yep. you don't want to risk that. I mean, it'd be a huge change. It's never going to happen. But yeah. like, if they're serious about shortening the game, yeah. seven innings. Seven innings. I like it. Because I loved it on all those double headers. I was like, this is just enough. This is perfect. Yeah. And it felt quick and it felt like, yeah, I loved it. So. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what's your... <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm trying to think right now. I'm trying to think oh. of a game... That I don't like. Oh, but like a board I would. game or like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like like a, not a like a specific board yeah. game that mm-hmm. nobody knows about, but like everybody knows about chess, right? And yeah. you played speed chess, that changes it up. Mm-hmm. And speed checkers, that's not really that much of an evolution. What about from, like Monopoly? Yeah, I'm thinking Monopoly, but What's like the rule change. The rule change would be like you have to play for actual money. Oh. <laughs> of course you would make um, that the rule change. Or, <laughs> or um, <laughs> let's see. What, what, Hard pass. What would be? <laughs> I mean, obviously, you'd adjust the prices of Boardwalk. Uh, it wouldn't be four hundred dollars anymore. But um, what else? Yeah, uh, oh, man. I'm tr- I don't know. I'm, what's another? What's another like? Um, Settlers of Catan. You can like you can kill yourself out of the game. That's my rule. No, change. the only rule change for that is you cannot gang up. On somebody who is clearly just better than you. <laughs> That's why I can't play Settlers of Catan with my wife anymore. We, we she just refuses just, to trade to me. Both of us just like admitted our own like 
weaknesses in Settlers of Catan. <laughs> She's like, I, I don't care what you're offering me. I'm not trading with you. And I'm like, I'll give you three wheat. And she's like, I'd rather just give away my ore to Megan or somebody else. I don't want to do any business with you. That sounds like I will birth your like children, but I will not trade there. my ore. <laughs> it's really aggressive. It's so bad. Oh, man. All right. Uh, that's yeah. probably enough. <laughs> this is as long as we went for our entire podcast last week. I know. <laughs> which I think last week we were just both like, I don't know. It was, I we mean, just small to confession. I didn't really listen to your sermon very much last week. <gasps> that's it. <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Because I, was I in- looked at you and I'm always like, Hey, so what'd you put down? And you're always like, Oh, you pick up your phone. You're always like, um, and I can tell you're just shopping your Amazon shopping while you're looking at, yeah. So like on point two, what was point two again? And I'd be like, yeah, that's where, uh, Jesus said to Paul, uh, get thee behind me, Satan. You're like, yeah, that was really good. Well, when cause you said that. I was in the lobby cause I like, am, you know, I'm like an employee now and have to be in the lobby. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll just, and so I didn't listen to much of it. But then the recording was bad, and so I just didn't like. I didn't really listen to. But it. I email you my notes. You have a copy of my. Well, notes. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd read those. Oh, okay. But that All was right. it. So you weren't coming at it completely blind. No. Yeah. No. I should just grill you every week and be like, <laughs> "So about that story that I told about my dog," and you'd be like, "Yeah, that was a good one." I'd be like, "You freaking liar! I never even talked about my dog." Well, I actually listened to the lobby this. I'm week, gonna call so. you. I'm gonna call you on okay, some stuff. Fine. You also started back up with Kylie and Megan. Yeah, in we the did. morning. And uh, you don't even know this, but we made a decision to expand that this week. <laughs> what does that mean? It means even more time with Kylie oh, and Megan geez. this week. <laughs> In case you felt rushed, uh, we're going to expand it even more. And the reason we're expanding more it's is because we can't have music. We can't do music. <laughs> we can do solos. And uh, I'm really bad on that. We tried to talk Jake Hergie into yeah. a, a, like a steel drum. <laughs> Solo and and preferably uh, shirtless. Yeah. Um, and he was on board for half of that. Um, he, he just wanted to go up on stage we shirtless for an hour. <laughs> we said, no, there has to be a steel drum involved. Sorry. He also shared a, like he said he was about as good as Michael Scott from the office. So yeah, exactly. Uh, so you guys played a shelf life game. Yeah, and it actually I, went pretty well. I asked Kylie how she did, and she said, I think I beat her. She did. She 100% She's like, beat. I think I knew a little bit more than her, and I was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she 100%. Was there anyone that was shocking to you? Um, I don't think so. I think I think all of them were, like, either way shorter than I was thinking or, like, a little bit longer than I was thinking. Um, Mayo, I, when I, I think, looked at it, four months I, See, I'm I thought it was going to be longer, but I'm confident we've got some mayo in our fridge that are pre uh, that are twins. We don't need a lot of mayo. Yeah, don't. And, you probably uh, should throw that away. I should. <laughs> like, I when you go to the store and you mm-hmm. buy it and you're like, oh, it's oh, it's white. It yeah. starts out as white. <laughs> I just think that mayo has like a yellowish a yellowish tinge to it. And then when you buy it new, it's like, is it the lighting at Winco again? Is it always? <laughs> Am I being interrogated here? And I'm I'm showed that uh, this is why. Anyways, um, no, I, I had fun putting that list together. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it to be uh, to where both of you didn't know the answers mm-hmm. to your own thing. It worked out well, um, Gary. Like because I think you guys do better when you're like, you know, we both with don't each know. other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like competitive juices get going. It's great. They 100 percent do, which leaves our like 
few chat participants in the dust because yeah. we are just like, ah, this is the answer. Yeah. And we got to get those numbers back <laughs> up because I know we took a little bit of a break yeah. um, when we first launched Worship because we just didn't have the equipment to be able to handle it. Then we bought the computer and now it works. And then we had an issue with the live feed for a couple of weeks. And now this last week was perfect. Everything was so smooth. You guys finished up and Lauren literally finished up and there was like a five second lapse. It was Awesome. It was nice. so uh, uh, unbelievable. Just in time for us uh, to not do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, yeah, exactly for that. So all that said, um, this week when we when we do these things, we would love, if you're listening to this, mm-hmm. log in early and have some fun with us on the chat because now you'll have all of our attention once again. We used to be, like I used to be on a computer, Andrew mm-hmm. used to be on the computer typing and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once we started doing worship and stuff, oh, we just got, we had other things to do. And now we get to be back and focused on yeah. all of this. So yeah. it'll be great. And we are still doing some in-person stuff for those of you who are wondering. Um, the the numbers for limitations of it is still 25% of capacity or up to 200, whichever's less and 25% of our building is less. That's 103. So that's kind of where we're at. We're still going to invite people to show up at, at uh, 930 and be a part of the thing at 945 and be in the room just because we want people in and seated by the time the live stream starts because there's mm-hmm. nothing worse than people walking in at like 1005. And- yep. You know, anyways, so um, that'll be exciting. I mean, we that also happens anyway. But yeah, yeah, I know, right? Exactly. Hey, we kicked <laughs> off a new series on Sunday. Yes, we, we did. should probably talk about the series. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, a brand new series called "My Next Right Step." I remembered it. <laughs> Yay, Brent! <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's a series on autonomy and and just this idea of uh, us being in control of ourselves, and nobody gets to tell me what to do, and I get to kind of do my own thing. And I feel like that's kind of uh, I don't know. I felt like it's I didn't tie it into some of the government lockdown masks sort of stuff, but I feel like autonomy is it's kind of always in the back of our mind right mm-hmm. now. Of um, what our rights are and what we get to do and how we get to be to kind of where we're at and and just the decisions that are, are made in this and and really the question came down come, came down to you know what what is the thing that uh, what, how do we know what's right how do we know what's mm-hmm. our our, ne- our next right step is mm-hmm. and is it that uh, we simply just listen to the still small voice in our head and we talked about how dangerous that is mm-hmm. um, both from Which a, is such a biblical like, historical perspective religious thing though like that still small voice is God right. That's yeah, we think of that thing, as our conscious, right? but then it's it's all then it's kind of kind of got subsumed into yeah. like this like you do you know you and mm-hmm. and you're the one all the places you'll go you, you're in control of all of this <laughs> yeah um, and um, we talked about a story in Judges chapter 19 through chapter 21 three chapters in there that um, are probably one of the more bleak darkest um, is that really in the Bible sort of kind of texts <laughs> that you could ever go through. I found it very interesting. I wrote, uh, I finished writing it on Thursday. Didn't mm-hmm. think too much. I knew it's, I knew it was going to be dark. I knew it's, you know, one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I had in my notes a little bit about, all right, I'm going to walk through a bunch of text. I don't want the screen to be like mm-hmm. so jumpy around. So I'm just going to throw up on their like subject headers and mm-hmm. then read from the text for part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we're in the lobby at about 9.20 on Sunday, I'm watching... <laughs> Lots of small children come into the building. (laughs) Now, Megan, you can vouch for me. For the last couple of weeks, we have not done anything with kids. And I would say we've had one to five children maximum Mm -hmm. in the auditorium at any given time. And mostly young, like real young. Like the first one of those weeks was, I think, just Charlotte or just Mm -hmm. Nora or something like Mm -hmm. that. So like... I felt like I could get away with anything. Mm-hmm. Like on a normal Sunday, when we have kids in kids' environments, I don't feel bad about talking about 
I don't know, whatever yeah. I need to talk about. Um, because I'd be like, hey, if you didn't want your kid to hear it, there's like kids' rooms. To yeah. do. <laughs> That's your own fault, right? <laughs> but now we don't have that. <laughs> but they haven't been showing up yeah. until this Sunday. Yeah, of course, because... Because you I'm talking about, about this. Women being kidnapped to be wives. F- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rape and murder and yeah. all of this stuff. And genocide. And I'm and-, and I'm and I'm sitting there and I don't know. I'm like sweating as I'm reading. And I'm trying to like have you ever done this? Like you you're reading, but you're also looking ahead. Yep. And trying to make the calculations uh, in my head yeah. about I'm what I teacher. can Wait, and cannot say. It was <laughs> I was like sweating that's up my, there. That's my life because I'm so nervous, <laughs> and I but and I don't want to rip it off, or I don't want to say what it's not about. Mm-hmm. But I also am realizing I've got to make some edits on the fly because there are far too many young ears in here, and that's just that's that's not going to work today. It <laughs> there are worked some. I have some friends week. who would not have edited at all. I thought about it. Yeah. If again, if I had any other option, if I could have said, "Hey, you could have dropped your kid off," right mm-hmm. then. Or you could take your kid out, or I don't know, but there just wasn't a lot. I just yeah. didn't feel like there was a lot of options, and I didn't give any warnings for it. And it feels I always want I always want people to kind of yeah. know what to expect when they show up on a Sunday. So I'm not the kind of shock and awe sort of. I'm gonna say something that's like super out of bounds, just to like, whoa, look at your pastor. Yeah, <laughs> said the a word from the stage. Um, <laughs> it's just stupid. So, uh, anyways, yeah. I, I thought it was, it's a fun, it's not a fun read. It's a, I like walking through those kind of things because I think that the message of what the author is trying to communicate there is so contrasting to the 19 or 18 chapters that come before it, mm-hmm. where it's like everybody was, this was kind of working, but it really wasn't because eventually we found ourselves in the spot where everybody just did what was right in their own eyes. Yep. And we can kind of glorify that kind of a mentality or think that that's not terrible. That's not too bad, mm-hmm. except that everybody in this story did what they thought was right in their own eyes and look how it turned out. Yeah. So, and I think in American culture, like we are so individualistic and like autonomy is such a like priced thing. And so, um, and our culture, even just modern is very much like do what's right by you. Right. Right. Um, and so it is important to look at that and say, no, I mean, that's not actually the best always. Um, and so, like, yeah. But, you know, it was a first sermon of a series, so always more questions than answers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hope you're going to talk about how do we, like, differentiate between God's next right step and whatever we're deciding to do. It's <laughs> good. <laughs> you had said you had a question. That was just it. That was it. Oh, that's the question. <laughs> yeah. You hope I have the ability to or, or I, yeah. I go down that we road. talk about... What does that look like? Yeah. Because that the, that's the challenge, right? If I'm listening to the still small voice, is that really, is that my next right step? What I think is right? Or is that the next right step, like as a Christian looking towards what- How I do I differentiate between do? the voice yeah. of God versus what I want to do? Yeah. And I'm, mm-hmm. I then imprint uh, that on my mind of, well, that's God speaking to me. And yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. But really it was How convenient, you. how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> That she's supposed to marry you, yeah. you hideous thing. You know, no, I'm just kidding. No, it's good. I like that. That's a good challenge. So. It'll be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the series. Um, I, I think that uh, there are a lot of people who are trying to discern next right steps in this big forever unknown that we're in. Um, and we don't have, I mean, there's not a lot of place for agency right now. We're, we're, we're pretty closed off. We're pretty shut down. We're not like 
probably making huge life decisions. You're not deciding if I'm going to go to college. You're just like, I don't know. Am I going to watch The Crown this weekend? That's probably like a huge <laughs> major decision. But sometimes yeah. it's in these moments that um, it's best to kind of ask some of these questions that maybe we're so busy otherwise we wouldn't be asking. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's and the point it, of it. it is important to think about like, is my autonomy the end all be all? Yeah. Because I think when we living our busy life and doing that, like we don't, we don't ask that question. Right. The answer is always yes. Of course automatically. it is. Right. Of course it is. What's the other options, right? Yeah, what are the but alternatives? When, when we are losing some of our individualism and are losing some of that autonomy and, and, and hopefully choosing to lose some of that for the benefit of our community, like then we can ask that question more and, and dive into what does that look like as a Christian and how do I move forward with that? Yeah. So how can I be aware of my own blind spots so that I don't even trust what I feel like is really right? How mm-hmm. can I be in a community that challenges me to uh, not just trust my own intuition, but rely on the advice and the uh, the thoughts of others? Yeah. To be like, hey, that might not be the right thing, dude. Yeah. So and to and then to be able to say, Oh, they might be right. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you get to the place where that's your immediate response to being, like, critiqued? Right, yeah. Oh, that might be right. (laughs) Kicking and screaming the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. All right, what do you got? You got anything, something interesting for Um, us? So my something interesting is, you know, because I just watch TV all the time. But um, so four years ago, um, Leah Remini came out with a documentary. I told you, I got excited Mm, with you about it. You did. Um, you were thrilled excited. I, I think part of my excitement was you were the first humans I'd spoken to that day. <laughs> okay, that helps. <laughs> Hello, I think humans. That was part of it. Yeah. Um, but I started watching her docuseries. I think initially it was just going to be like one season-ish, like kind of 10 episodes, you know, just like telling stories kind of a thing, right? So Leah Remini left the Church of Scientology in 2013 she had been raised in it. Her mom joined and she had been raised in it. Um, and then, um, so it's really just like a story kind of exposing Scientology. Yeah. And um, for like, reference, she's an actress who yes. was in a show with King of Queens with King Kevin of Queens, James. Kevin James. Yep. There you uh-huh. go. So and, that makes you um, put a face with it. Uh-huh. And she's like kind of a firecracker and um, her co-host like kind of, um, the this guy who does all of her interviews with her, his name is Mike Rinder, and he is a former like pretty big wig exec from Scientology. Um, and so anyway, it's fascinating look at Scientology, um, which is is very much a cult. Um, and I think the best you could say about Scientology is that they are all about like it's a racket. It's just a like money grabbing racket. And I'm pretty sure, like, for the the average parishioner, that's their experience. Um, but then there's, like, some other levels where there's some really serious abuse happening. Yeah. That's being swept under the rug by um, the church. And they have they are a church, right? So they get tax-exempt and all this that's other stuff. That's a controversial stuff. thing, but yeah. yes, they are. And so, like, anyway. So it's interesting, though, because over the course of the first season— um, yeah, Leah is like a fighter and she's like, I want to do more. I want to do more. And so, um, I'm started this second season, which definitely is way more serious abuse that they have, um, people talking about, but they also are starting to bring legal things, um, and like trying to find ways to, um, get 
Scientology to lose its tax tax exemption. And anyway, it's it's fascinating and also kind of terrifying. But yeah. yeah. So I watched a similar documentary called Going Clear on oh, HBO. Yeah. Um, and that was in 2015. So right after my uh, car accident, when we were at home and I was just trying to, you know, recover or whatever, I watched that with my father-in-law and it was kind of like a, I was also, um, taking lots of pills during that time. <laughs> so you mix that in with yeah. a, a documentary, that's like About crazy a on a cult. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, is this crazy? Is it, am I going crazy? Like it, so it was, it was fantastic. I just remember being really, yeah. really, really good. And, um, that, uh, nonprofit piece about what then constitutes a church was a big piece of that thing because yeah. of the tax exempt dollars on it. And yeah. obviously we're a church. And so there's mm-hmm. some relation there and some questions about, you know, what qualifies and all that stuff. But anyways, it was really good. So, um, yours is on Netflix. Is that right? So, okay. So originally it came out in 2016. Okay. Like 2016 to 2018, I think is when it came out and it was on A and E. Okay. Um, but now it just, it, I just found it on Netflix. So it's on Netflix now. Okay. Good. Um, so I think it's, you know, part of that reaching a wider audience situation. Cool. Which I'm sure the church of Scientology is pissed about. Yeah. They, I but remember they went after her pretty hardcore at first. They go for after suits. absolutely yeah. everybody who speaks out publicly against right. them. Right. Right. Like hardcore. It is part of their church policy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Mine has to do with uh, the SpaceX program. Um, oh, yeah. Did you watch it this weekend? I didn't, but I saw that they had a launch. They did. They yeah. launched uh, their first um, human beings into space nice. this weekend. Um, and they are going to be basically the primary service transport a, a, in a public slash private um, space corporation, or I mean, hand in hand partnership mm-hmm. thing. Wait, it was the first to actually land. No. Never mind. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So. Uh, they are in the air right now, yeah. heading towards the International Space Station. They've done some launches before. They've I thought done, they had one. They've done cargo transports for it, but I don't think I thought I thought I read this morning that it was the first time that humans were involved. I in thought it. there was one earlier this summer with two guys, but maybe that was the different group. Did they orbit, or did they land at the space station? I thought they landed on the space station, but mm, I don't remember now. I could be wrong. Yeah. Anyways, it was a, a big launch, and what's really cool about what they're doing is. Um, so they've got it down to where, you know, it takes off, it splits apart, the other part comes back down Mm -hmm. and they've got the jets that kind of like can land it wherever they want. And then they just refill it up again and do it again. So they're figuring out this recycle piece Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and getting things going. It's just, it's, it's amazing to see. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the advancement of kind of space, exploration or our ability to kind of handle that. They're trying to figure out like, we've got to get better. We're spending so much money, um, doing, uh, trying to be responsible about doing our part in this international space station, but we keep paying the Russians to ride on their rockets to Mm -hmm. go up there. Um, and now we've kind of through private, through, through private yep. industry have figured mm-hmm. this out and they're doing it at like a 40% discount from what we're paying Russians to be nice. able to make this happen. So anyways, um, yeah. I think that the advancement in the last couple of years, um, because of the private industry of it has moved this thing forward crazy amounts and yeah. it just makes you excited for like what's available after that. Like yeah. I just, I've always thought, would growing, you ever go to space? That's the, so that's the thing. That's the thing I was, <laughs> I was going about getting right to is I think growing up, I always thought, okay, in the sixties, they made the big space race mm-hmm. and we did it and then we won and then everything kind of shut down. And I remember we went and toured, um, the space, um, like Kennedy in, uh, Canaveral, I think we oh, were in okay. Florida. Mm-hmm. And when I we, think that's where the Kennedy space 
station is is in Canaveral. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I just remember walking around, seeing it, and ha- hearing them talking about how, for political reasons, it had been massively defunded year over year. It was kind of mm-hmm. like we did it, and now we're not really interested in doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I think every kid, when they were growing up with Sixers, were like, we're, dude, I'm going to go to space someday. <laughs> and then I, as a kid, never really had that sort of, like— yeah. I always thought it would be cool well, to be— and, like, when we were growing up was when the bulk of all of the, like, super tragic, like, yeah, explosions— Yeah, the Challenger, yeah, all the kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think <laughs> in my mind it was never, like, an option. Mm-hmm. And now probably for the first time in the last couple of years, you're going, I don't know. Like, it could. Mm-hmm. Who knows if this becomes more of a— touristy sort of thing. It's probably more like for my grandkids, but like <laughs> it's not out of out of reach. Yeah. It's not completely out of bounds yeah. for as fast as it's been moving. So anyways, they, uh, and, and again, I think we talked about it at one point because I didn't realize this International Space Station was so close. We're actually, let's see, how, how, I, I remember them talking about it. We're closer to the International Space Station, the are to the moon, something like that. Well, yeah. I mean, no, it's like there was something else. There was something <laughs> way closer than that. It was, it wasn't that far out of our orbit. Yeah, yeah. they landed there like, out of the atmosphere, like yeah. less than twenty hours, or something like that. Yeah, and so their and their turnaround flights are going to be similar, fast, and and anyways, um, yeah, I just think that it'd yeah. be it'd be crazy to be able to go up and see if they ever figured out like a tourism option, and <laughs> would you ever just go just I to see what go. space looks like? You wouldn't go? No, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So for me to be like, yeah, I think I'd go. I mean, like that's <laughs> probably not going to happen. But I just think the the feeling of being weightless and, and gravity like, and just being able to like push and float, I think that that would be freaking cool, man. I'm, I think I'm too cautious. Yeah. Like I, I think I'd just be scared the whole time. Like, I wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking out the window like, is that supposed to be gone fire? Is yeah. that supposed to be? That bull looks a little loose. Also, yeah. like I get motion sick and have horrible oh, adrenaline letdown. So that's not great. <laughs> this is a big case against you, man. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why my answer was, yeah, no. I don't think. I don't think you're gonna qualify. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> all right, uh, that'll do it for this yeah. week's episode of Say Something Interesting. Once again, week two of our new series is going to be this Sunday. We'd love to have you be a part of our live stream, and or we do have limited space for in-person in-service seating. Go to our website, eastlaketricities.com. Right on the very front page, you can see the RSVP for that or go to our the events page and you can see kind of details on that. Yeah. Um, a couple of promo items that I wanted to talk about. Number one, on our new updated Connect cards, there woo, is a woo. spot to be able to fill out some questions for this podcast. Oh, so if you're watching or listening or doing whatever, um, not on our printed ones yet. We're going to wait until these printed ones we run out and then we reprint. We'll add some more. But if you are listening, watching, and, and say, that's interesting, help us help us come up with content for this thing. All right? uh, like get, steer us in some certain directions and uh, then we'll be good to go. So thanks to Eric for putting that together. Uh, and the last big announcement is that uh, we have been working on something that we are, I'm, I'm excited to announce in the podcast, mostly because I just forgot to announce it on Sunday because my mind was in other places. So <laughs> exclusive to the podcast uh, and then out to the world after this. Um, Christmas Eve service what, what? at Eastlake is going I'm to be pretty an outdoor Christmas Eve service. Now, you might be saying, hey, that sounds cold. Yep, it's going to be pretty <laughs> cold. But here's what we know. Um, Christmas Eve is second in attendance only to Easter Sunday for us. It is 
uh, a time when lots of friends and family are typically in town visiting and you want to show off your church and you want to have something to do. And it's very tradition to go to church on Christmas. And what is the most traditional thing about it? It's singing Christmas carols in community with people while you're holding a candle. So mm-hmm. we can still do that um, outdoors. We can uh, do an outdoor stage. We can have uh, uh, exponentially more people mm-hmm. than we could have indoors. Um, and, and and not only that, and more importantly, have the distance uh, in yep. between and outdoors that is like ideal for what we're trying to do. So yep. we're just trying to play it smart. And we... Uh, we are going to do a 45-minute outdoor service with strict, you know, or straight Christmas carols, mm-hmm. a short reading from Kylie, and that's, and then can't we're going to have little propane campfires around. Nice. Uh, we're going to try and do some cocoa options, something nice. fun, um, and hopefully really memorable in yeah. terms of it might be the best thing we've I ever done for Christmas. I think it could be really, Eve. really fun. Yeah. even if it is cold, like. Bundle up right. and, you know. And we're still going to do family Christmas photos. Yeah. You'll be able to come inside the lobby to take a family Christmas photo uh, and then head back out. And uh, anyways, uh, four, five, and six are the times and that we're looking at. if it is cold, you'll want to wear a mask anyway. Uh, I'll ple- are you kidding me? So, That's going to be the best part. Yeah. My face isn't going to be cold. Exactly. I'll be wearing a mask. So <laughs> uh, make sure to uh, come out on one of those evening things. We are going to have to limit those as well to 200 people, but that's quite a bit. So mm-hmm. we're we're hopeful that uh, people will be able to balance out. We'll have to figure out if we have the RSVP for that or not. I'm not sure. We'll have to. I'll- She's nodding at me like, yes. No, I, that was like, oh. yeah, we will have to figure she's, that out. She's the That's one in charge of the uh, RSVPs on Sunday morning. So, no, I, yeah, I'll think, <clears throat> we'll think about it. All right. We're, <laughs> Let, let's get back to you on right that. Now. Here's what we know. Here's what we know. What we know is Christmas carols by candlelight, mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. That's December 24th for those of you who are unaware, uh, outdoors. So, four, five, and six o'clock, mark your calendars. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. See ya.